And we're back. Welcome back to Random Ramblings. I'm Josh. That's Old Man Kenny. We're certainly glad to have you here. Season 3, Episode 6. That's the last one. Still counting, get huh? from me. That's the last one you're going to get from me. Really? <laughs> he's uh, he's lying. Possibly. I forget. I'm starting to forget stuff a lot more. I, I keep wondering if I need to start on one of those fancy vitamins like Ginkgo Biloba or whatever it is. All right, I'm gonna, for that. I, I'm going to derail you. Just straight up, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to derail you. I was done right then. Okay, good. So, um, jokes I have on you. The, I, I, I have the absolute pleasure of, of saying that recently, my neighbors have joined the RV club. Ooh. They have they have bought a small camper. Congratulations. They, they met up with us at the lake uh, a couple of months back, and they tent camp. And they had such a time and saw how convenient it was really to have the RV over the tent that they they went out and almost in the same week bought themselves a new RV. They are currently on their first trip to the beach with their new RV. Hey, and I have enjoy. told I have told them that I I need setup pictures and they they went to the same campground we go to and I'm gonna flip my phone around. Nobody, none of y'all are gonna be able to see this. I know none of y'all are gonna be able to see this. I'm gonna flip my phone around. I'm going to give Josh a minute, and then I'm going to describe a couple of things. I'm going to need the phone grab the a phone. Closer. Go ahead, grab the phone. What it is is like a setup picture uh, is, in in my terms anyway, is a I'm at the beach. I've gone to uh, hand that back to me. I needed to touch the screen more sooner. That's all right. I need to know my password. That's <laughs> there we go. It's on, hey, don't worry, guys. It's it's on the back of his phone. There's a the, label back right? there. The, anyway, the setup pick is basically a case of you've got your rig set up. It's sitting right. on its site. And you basically just take a shot where you can get everything. And that includes your mat, your chairs, you know, anything that you've put out that I refer to as bling. But anything you've put out, such as lights and the such. Now, he's starting to... I know what he's looking at. And I can't wait to, to actually describe all of this. My neighbor is a little bit of a horror movie fan. Right. So I get that, and I totally appreciate that flair, and I'll let you bring that to the forefront. My concern is I've never pulled an RV or camped in this fashion at all, and I can already tell this is a virgin camper, to be perfectly honest, in terms of this format. Because I hear you talk as a seasoned veteran and the aunt and the uncle as seasoned veterans you guys have an ambiance. I get no ambiance here. This is like they're working on it. This is this is yeah. a cherry pop for me. They're working I, on it. I also can't quite tell if they've actually unhooked the truck. Or they not. have. <laughs> they've unhooked the truck. <clears throat> so, but no, I mean, kudos to them. Congratulations. They, uh, I would be very much in the exact same boat because I'd have to figure it all well, out. Well, there's there's a couple of reasons they don't have everything out. First of all, at, at the beach, uh, Myrtle Beach to be exact, I'll go ahead and call out. It's one of our favorite beaches to go to. I'm sure the wind plays there's a factor There's an awful too. lot of wind yeah. that comes in, even when you're far back. They're about midway back in the campground. Yeah, they're about midway back in the campground. Uh, and yes, I've been there enough. I can look at this picture and tell that. So they've they've got their awning out. What you're seeing in this this corner, I gave them a uh, mesh screen. Yeah. It's like a privacy. It, it, it actually, I bought it. It was supposed to go on a chain link fence as a privacy screen. Um, that's what it was designed for. But that particular campground has open shelters, little carports, lean-tos, whatever okay. you want to call them. Yeah. Uh, they're either uh, 5 by 10 or 7 by 10 well, what we do is we wrap three sides with that mesh so that you have a windbreak to cook yeah, on your grill. Yeah, your break. Because yeah. the wind, if you've not been to the beach, the wind can get pretty bad at times. Yes. So there's a constant breeze. So, And he's a minimalist, and I'm throwing little quote fingers out there. He doesn't want to take five million things. So he doesn't have a lot of lights and wind socks and okay. stuff. I mean, they've only they yet. haven't had the camper yet. yet. They haven't had the camper. I don't a whole own month. one, and I'm still saying yet. They have not had the camper a whole month yet, and this is just their second trip. Their first trip was to the lake, uh, but they're there. They used our advice on which campground to go to, and because we were able to tell them everything about the campground, they felt good about going. Um, that but, also appears to be a pull through. Yes, that particular beach has... I'm telling more, you, that would have to be a mandatory well, requirement for that, me if I did this. That campground has, I would guess, they're about 95% pull-through. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, well, not all of them down there are. Oh, yeah. no, The, I'm, the I, bigger ones are like 5% pull-through. But anyway, 
so yeah, but his camper's a whopping nineteen feet long. Right. There's no slide rooms. No, and that's a that's a so, full up that's a straight on pull behind. That's not a fifth but, wheel like you guys. But have. the first look, yeah, it's a straight up tag along. And it, the first the first look that I got from from Josh, my neighbor's a bit of a horror movie fan. Totally, in and for they that. both like inflatables, and they have an inflatable of Michael Myers holding a jack and lantern. Yes, and they have plugged it up like seasoned pros in front of their camper as their display. It must be in the forefront of the show. Hilarious! Shot. I love it. Now, and I'm going to go ahead, and uh, I actually think they listen, and they're they're not going to really care if I tell some of these stories. Uh, they bought the camper, and I, I helped them with a lot of this because we had to look up make sure, because he's got a uh, Jeep Gladiator. Right. And he didn't want to give up his Jeep. He loves his Jeep, so he wanted us to, anyway. We had to find the right camper. Then we had to find the right deal. They got it. They got it home. I helped him with these are things. Gave him a whole list. This is what you're going to need to take it camping the day you take it off the lot. Right. The rest of the stuff is stuff that you're going to want. There will be a few things that you might want later. These are your needs. So we went ahead, ordered all of his needs, and then bless Pat if he didn't get it home, and that night ordered a bunch of other stuff that he's already figured out he wanted, blah, blah, blah. Well, while they were It's there, a brand new shiny thing. I right, understand that completely. The, the dealership also has uh, a showroom where you can purchase stuff. As so, every good add-on. Right. That's so, where they make their money. While they were there, and everybody who camps has a patio mat. They're the same patio mats that Walmart sells that you can put out on your deck. He rolls his eyes every time I do that. I am sorry I'm not putting any store in a bad light right now. But anyway, no, that's uh, a fair point. That's a fair point. They all uh, they they sell them too, and they're designed. They can go on your patio, whether it be a wooden deck, your carport. Right. They're they're just fancy. They kind of fancy up your outdoor space. All of us campers use them because they help to keep a lot of dirt and stuff out of your camper. They also provide you a way to be barefooted outside if you want to be. Because right. some of these some of these campsites are crushed gravel. on and gravel yeah. and you know at the beach it's sand, but a lot of times it still comes with little burrs and stuff. So or at 105 degrees in the summer, you know, lava right. or glass. The, the so the dealership goes, you can spend Whatever you want to in our store, today you get X percentage off or X dollars off or whatever. God. Now, it, they had been camping with it's us. so easy. It's right. like fishing a barrel. Been, yeah, pretty much. There's, there's, they, they are. They're fishing in a barrel. They're, Definitely. They're throwing grenades and I mean, that barrel. barrel's full. <laughs> yeah, and they're throwing grenades. So, anyway, they had been camping with us, so they already knew they wanted a mat. My butt, my neighbor told, tells his wife, go, go pick out a, a mat. Now, she's like me. She's big patriot she loves our country so a lot of times what she picks out is got the red white and blue to it the stars and stripes the flag something like that so she has this this nice patio mat it's red white and blue it's got some stars yes, outlining it, it on it's the board very nice mat and she this is the one i want she did not look at any information on that mat. That mat oh. is actually as long as the camper. <laughs> <laughs> they opened that thing up in front of us in their driveway. She's like, I want to put it out and see what it looks like. They just kept unfolding and unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. <laughs> and I just sort of looked at her. I'm like, darling, what did you buy? She goes, I bought a patio mat. I'm like, you bought wall-to-wall fucking carpeting, darling. <laughs> <laughs> no campsite. <laughs> No campsite is complete without a full floor covering system. So, and I mean, and he's by like, Ronco. He's rolling his eyes, and he's like, "I cannot believe you did that." He goes, "Did you even look at the measurements?" And she just, she says, "You know, I don't know anything about all of that." And I looked at him. I said, "Don't you fuss at her." I said, "You will be able to go from the tongue of this thing to the bumper of this thing and not set foot off your patio mat. There will be people walking past you at campgrounds going, "Great idea." And he looked at me. He goes, "You don't have them like." Wait, I'm like, yes, I do. I have two, so I can run the length of my freaking camper. You leave her alone. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, anyway, and it's been kind of fun watching and helping because I get a lot of phone calls. Of course. I, and I get a lot it's of... It's nice to be needed. Yeah, I get a lot of when I pull in the driveway. It's like, hey, come here. I got something. And it's... Anyway, it's been an awful lot of fun helping them get started. And they're at the beach and they just It's sent me. fun helping other people yeah. spend money. So, yes, it is, actually. <laughs> so, you anyway, are, but I had to show you that because I knew you'd get a kick out of the inflatable. The other easy part for this is you've got their Christmas sorted right. out. <laughs> You're like, all right, I'm not going to tell we him were, about this. I'm not going to tell him about this. 
boss lady, we need to order these. We were, uh, <laughs> we were, well, actually, they they got a lot of straight up here take these from us. Oh, I'm sure because we stuff you've that we outgrown. Had not needed, I'm sure and their their electrical system is is different from ours, and it was stuff that we had that we didn't need for that. Totally. So like, I literally walked over one day with a box going here. Uh, we don't we don't need these things anymore. Um, you take them, and she's looking at me going. So what if we don't want them or need them? They're yours now. You can do with what you want. And she laughs. She goes, so basically, you don't want it in your house anymore. Yeah, that's that's the underlying idea. I don't want it in my house anymore. So you sift through that box. Once you've taken what you want, what you do with what's left over is your business. <laughs> it's like that's yep. just that's just the thing. And he starts laughing. He goes, I did him the same way with the Harley. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird contest you guys are having. It's like cornhole, but not quite the same. Well, we were going over. Their camper has all sorts of little neat features that ours didn't come with. Now, their camper could fit inside our camper. That's but, a fair uh, point. Well, mine's 34 feet long. Theirs is 19 and a half. Right. But their awning lights are color changeable with a little remote. Mine are not. <laughs> so I'm a little jealous there. So we're walking the around green-eyed the camper. The green-eyed monster is a, is a vicious this is bastard. Actually, this is actually a great starter camper. Uh, I, I love it. I love the floor plan. And his wife just grabs this little hook on the back corner. And she goes, came with a dog league hook. And m- my wife goes, wish we had one of those. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. She says, why not? Never be where you want it to be. And she looked at me, she's like, you have a point. My neighbor's wife goes, yeah, but we could take one of our dogs. Darling, you've got a 19-foot camper that does not weigh very much. You've got a 125-pound dog. Ooh, that dog going to move that You camper. ain't going to leave that dog tied to that camper. I said, you're going to wake up. Your camper going to be halfway to the fucking lake because he saw a squirrel. Don't hook your dog to this camper. Please don't hook your dog to this camper. But, I mean, and that's a small thing, though. And, actually, I think it is rated for that, that size dog for anybody thinking. I think it is actually rated for a pretty decent-sized dog. And it is bolted to the frame, not just a piece of metal. Uh, I just make jokes because I've Ripped seen I've wall. seen their dog clear like a, a baby gate in one leap just because he was excited. So I just in my head I have this image of Marmaduke just dragging the <laughs> camper across the field. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, frisbee! <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's interesting. It's really interesting because our first camper was. 28 feet, but we had a slide room, so it was a little, and I'm not going to say more upscale, it's just a little bit more camper than their first. It is really interesting, though, to see all the little things they pack into this little camper to make them a little cozier or a little bit more fun. Whereas mine's more of a, we refer to it as a mom and pop, ours is designed to relax in, and and yeah, ours is literally designed to live in, so... It's kind of fun to see it all together and and then kind of tour it because we've not looked. We don't go just for the fun of it to look at campers. Uh, we can't because we have bad habits. They're called shopping because <laughs> we would come home with something. Every time we've been on an RV lot, we've come home with something. So we need to. We had to. We can't do that anymore. Fish in a barrel, right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I mean, it's just kind of fun. You, and you take your camper with you camper shopping just in case. No, actually, no, I don't. No, I don't. The <laughs> bad part is, is I found happen. out real quick you didn't have to. <laughs> They'll come get it, won't they? Camper number two was basically uh, the wife and I trying to one-up each other. Oh, God. Uh, I will tell the whole story. Since we're able to just turn this into a camping, a camping sure. one for a little bit anyway. Um uh, we had had camper number one, and it had it, it's considered a bunkhouse. It had two little, uh, well, if you were in the Navy, you'll understand my term, Navy racks. Basically, two yeah. little twin beds over in the corner. My daughter kind of had to crawl in. She liked it, little cubby holes. Absolutely. Anyway, 28 feet long, a place to eat, a place to sit, a TV, queen-size bed in the front. When we realized it was going to be a better idea to bring a friend for the child, we realized that camper was small. When it was just the three of us, camper was big enough. When we added the friend, camper was small. Yep. And by the time everybody had to vacate so that I could change clothes, or I had to vacate so they could change clothes, blah, 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 we started considering we need to figure something else out. And my first idea was I'll get a decent-sized tent when she brings a friend. They can tent it up. 
Uh, they'll be right outside, no big deal. They'll be right there. My daughter can scream and break glass, so it won't be a big deal. Uh, campgrounds are actually safer than one would think. But, you know, and... We've talked about that yeah. a fair bit. So. Then we, then we had it's this... It's a community. Yeah, then we had this little incident. I came into a campground from the wrong direction, thought I could swing it, couldn't, snag my steps on a Ooh. stump. Bent my steps. I almost didn't get them out to get in and out of the camper. I had to do a fair amount of uh, profane prying to make that happen. You do pry a little harder in those moments. Yes, and some ratchet straps help. But anyway... Oh my God. What did you do? I snagged a stump. And that particular camper... That stump was stubborn. Most people are familiar with the fact that camp, camper steps kind of fold up and sit underneath the camper. Well, the old style did. I have the new style now. They fold out from the door now, don't they? Yeah. More commonly. Uh, but this was the style that was under the... And it set... They set a few inches down below the bottom of the body... What would be referred to as the body molding. Yeah. So when I snagged the stump, it was just high enough, and I didn't realize I snagged it. You're so lucky you didn't was, rip a hole in the floor. Um, yeah, I'm lucky the steps were still on it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> or rip a hole in the floor. Uh Anyway, when we got back from that particular trip, it was like, well, if we're going to get steps, let's let's get a decent set of steps. Let's make sure they're suited for us heavier people, blah, blah, blah. Well, you won't believe me when I say this. There's about a gazillion different types of steps. They I... fold in different ways. They're designed differently. They have holes in them. They don't have holes in them. They have non-skid on them. They don't have non-skid on them. That, I mean, it's just like a, a, a plethora. I used to work at an choices. industrial supplier. So, uh, so we're we're good. We decided that we the smart thing to do would be to go look at, go to a lot, walk up and down the campers, decide which ones we liked the best based on how they felt when we were going up and down them. Sure. Well, then we got introduced Logic. to all these different floor plans. There it is. There so it is. We Downhill decided, we go. We made a road trip, a uh, city about an hour and a half, two hours northwest of us. We made a road trip up there, and. Uh, we were coming home talking about how nice some of these floor plans were. No Cabro. And then, yeah. And then we were, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lost <laughs> colony named after it. <laughs> or it's named after a lost colony. <laughs> Let's go that way. Uh, there's a whole American Horror Story uh, season. Named. Yes. But at any rate, so we go to the local RV lot same day because I decided, oh, we can get these same floor plans cheaper if we go here. Well, we found something we really, really liked. And as we were leaving, my wife goes, well, if you like it so much, put a down payment on it. See? Well, the next day, I drove my happy fat butt out there and put a down payment on it and brought the credit application home, and I handed it to her. If you like it so much, I've put a down payment on it. Here's the credit application. See? The very next day, I get this phone call from her. We can get it if we want it. Excuse me, what? She goes, well... I called your bluff. I filled it out. And she starts talking about the interest rate and everything's better and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so what do you want to do? She goes, ah, let's get it. Then it turned into a problem. They sold it twice. Well, they made good on it. They had another one coming in. Just a different decor. Gave us the whole first rider refusal. Started doing even better deals because we were being schmoozed yeah i mean it's like it one thing after another the bank actually get, took some some interest points off because they had to have more paperwork filled out and they didn't understand that that our city and that particular address were really only five minutes apart right so <clears throat> you know it just kept going and kept being the better deal we ended up with a two-bedroom camper it's 36 feet long should have been there for the first time i backed that son of a bitch up <laughs> that was fun I just love relationship purchases based around fuck around and find out. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that, I feel like that's how you guys went into this. And I, it, there is a very, very, very famous our country first comic camper, yeah, our who f- did a very similar thing with single money and married money. Yeah. Our very first camper. <laughs> Google it. Our very first camper was a, let's get a little something to take to the lake on the weekends. We have not stayed in a hotel since that purchase. At all? One time, and it was a one-nighter, and we were miserable. I'm sure. Uh, that's a whole story on itself. We'll do that a different day. And my neighbors so far have done the same thing. They they got their camper. 
and they had some trips already booked, this one being one of them. Uh, and they they got the camper. Now they're getting their camper ready. They're 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 transforming it into their thing. They're personalizing it. Right. Totally. Which takes. And time. I literally get this desperate, and it, it almost sounded desperate. They've already booked their first trip. I mean, their first trip was the weekend we went to the beach. They, had, they barely had the camper eight days before they took it out. Which I, it's a good move. You buy it, use it. You learn what but you need immediately. I get this phone call, and. It's it's him, not her. Most of the time when I'm most of the time when I'm needed next door, he's already in the middle of whatever it is, and she calls my wife. But I get this phone call. You home? Yes. Can you come over here? Sure. And before I can even say what you need, we're disconnected. Oh. Okay. This is either really good or really bad. Right. So I grab my I get my shoes, walk next door, walk in. What's up? Trying to book this campsite. I need your help. Okay. What are you looking at? He flips his laptop around and he's on my favorite campground at the beach. Which I'm sure you And he told goes, and I get, yeah. And he goes, I've gotten this far and I can't figure out how to do anything else. And I looked at him and I said, This is the point where you've decided that's where you want to be. You tell your wife to call. And he looked at me and goes, but they have it where I can do it right here online. And I looked at him and I'm like, this is one of those places that's going to be better to call. Because there's going to be questions that they're going to be able to ask and put you in the exact right spot for you. So you you need to call. Ten minutes later, they had this booked and I'm hearing her on the phone canceling a hotel. And I looked at him and I'm like, wait a minute. This is that big event y'all were going to go to down there. He goes, yeah. He goes, we found out we could save close to $200 by taking the camper. And I went, uh-huh. <laughs> so, anyway, it, it, it's been fun kind of watching that because we did the same thing. I don't even want to tell the story about the fifth wheel. But anyway, we did the same thing. Well, we had the second camper for five years. And when we bought the diesel pickup truck... And we did not go out looking for the diesel pickup truck. We had a car that was dying. We chose to replace that car. We found this pickup truck and chose to buy this pickup truck. Uh, which, you know, the universe knows what it's doing because it was a month later that mine was viciously murdered. So, anyway, when we figured out, when we found out how much... I wish much, the universe would uh, pick up my lotto email. Right? <laughs> when, we, uh, when, we, when we found out ex- how much camper this thing could actually pull we at, we decided at that point well let's look but we didn't go to a lot we looked online we had found a tv show that was very similar to some of the uh that particular network's tv shows about home buying basically they oh walked God. around they walked around well, if i ever need to convince my wife i'm gonna need to know what channel that is they walked around um they walked around several rvs typically three and then had to choose one based on their needs of course they're they're telling the the salesperson what the, i need we need this we need that it's, right. it is it is like it is that particular show only with rvs oh my god uh, so anyway we had been watching that and i, I told my wife i was like there's no way i could choose from just three she goes, they're bound to be either looking at more prior to, narrowing it down to this, and then this is what we're going to do for the show. She goes, or they've been looking online, looking at floor plans. Well, we, I, hooked a, I hooked a laptop Ding. to my TV, and then <laughs> here we go. Right. And we had specific, it has to be, I don't want another 36-footer. I want it to be smaller than that. So, you know, we started listing. We had an ongoing list. We talked about this for two months. Narrowed it down to exactly what we had to have. We even had a list for if we can get it great, if not, fine. Right. And we found this floor plan. And I checked the local RV dealership, and they didn't have one, thank God. And that's what I said. They don't have one, thank God. The next day, there's one two hours in this direction, there's one two hours in that direction. Did you really go on and get, yes, I did. I want to go see one in person. Yep. And I looked her dead square in the face and I went, you know what's going to happen. No, 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 we're not going to buy it. I just want to go walk around it. Then when we're ready to buy it, we know. We drove two and a half hours in that direction. And it was the first one because it was 4000 cheaper. 
were pulling into the lot. And I looked at her and I told her, you know what's going to happen. Nope, 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 that's not going to happen. Get a sales rep, walk through the camper, open every door, sit on everything. I mean, basically push every button. We did everything we could in that camper. To I mean, you know, we we really, at, at this point, we, we, well, I knew better. She thought she was just wasting the sales guy's time because she just wanted to see it. So we made it look good. We did everything that they did on that show. We even flipped the couch out and laid down on it, make sure it was a comfortable bed. Well, he, he told us, he goes, I have a I have a habit. I don't like to sell people one RV that they've looked at. You come in here, you look at one RV. He goes, I don't want to do that. He goes, I got another one that comes close. It's used, different price, blah, blah, blah. He went down the whole thing. He goes, let's go look at it. We went and looked at that one. Same thing. We did not like it at all, but same thing. Right. We go back. She goes, can I, can I go through it one more time? He goes, yeah, sure. We go back, and he goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit out here. And a lot of these places have golf carts to run you around, by the way. So he goes, I'm going to sit out here on the golf cart and give you all a minute. She looks at me. She goes, I want this. And I looked at her, and I went, I know. Because I told you this was what was going to happen. <laughs> you come out here, I told you so. and you tried it on, and now you have to have it. And she looked at me. She goes, you don't want it. Oh, I didn't say that. I'd, I'm just making sure you know this is I'd your loved, fault. I'd love, I'd love to have it. Just want you to understand. <laughs> I can walk away right now. She told the, she told the salesperson, if you can get it here, I'd like to buy it. Two days later, they had her payment where she wanted it, and I'm sitting over here going. You know, it's one of those moments where it's like like the dude off of that sh- that other Tim Allen show uh, that always just walks around going, "What's happening?" I mean, it, I had one of those moments. It's like, what in the hell is going on? I am pulling my other camper out to pick up my new camper, and I still haven't figured out what happened. Now, I love my fifth wheel. Don't get me wrong, I love my fifth wheel. I'm glad we bought it. I still. Cannot believe that she's the one that that actually promoted all of that. Because typically, she's the voice of reason when I'm yep. about to go buy something. Yep. Understood. I, and actually, there's still people that can't believe she let me buy. Well, I shouldn't say it let. But there's people that still can't believe she agreed to me buying a mo- motorcycle. So, how did you talk your wife into that? I, I, didn't, I didn't have to. Oh, shit. Something's going to come up. <laughs> no, I'm just right. kidding. But, well, uh, so, see, there. <laughs> funny car-related story, since we're talking about major purchases and stuff like that, um, I have become accustomed to three cars. I thoroughly enjoy the three-car status. To me, it's just... I like the safety and security. What? I don't know. You're shaking bottles of water at me. What are you I, you trying to finished say? one. I was going to oh, throw no, it away. You normally right just handed it to it's me. Fine right. Nope, nope, nope. That's fine right there. <laughs> uh, so the engine in my car blew up. Probably my fault. Um, I'm not a racer by any means, but in that moment, I did more than I should have with a car that had 225,000 miles on it. And... Was not overdue for an oil change, but was getting close. Just should have should have done something different, but tis what it is. So, I am hell-bent on having a third vehicle. Because I like having a backup in case something's not working. Whether that's routine oil changes at the super mechanic that we all love, or whether that's, you know, an actual problem. So, I tell my wife... I'm going to start looking. Okay, no problem. So I get myself in a window of where I want to be, price range, you know, mileage that is acceptable, yada, 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 yada. Find something. Go look. Don't like it. I asked her to go with me because there might be an opportunity that she may have to drive it if it's her vehicle that's in need of service. Right. That was a horrible idea. I should have gone and bought something for me. Because I was the one who wanted to buy the third vehicle for the home. 
I was going to undertake all of the payments and this and that and the other because she was still paying for her car at the time that she had gotten less than a year ago. Guess who buys the car first? Not Josh. (laughs) So, my wife gets me up on a Saturday morning. I'm thinking, well, you know, maybe we'll go look today, but it's kind of rainy. I don't know. And she goes, we should, like, go for a ride. And I look at her and I go, what have you done? And she goes, I may have set an appointment to go drive a car an hour from here. And I went, I'm supposed to be the one buying the car. (laughs) And she goes, yeah, but this is one that I've always wanted. First off, no one should always want what my wife drives. I will not dig into that because that would certainly put the... Uh, the onus on the brand and the car, and I don't want to do that. Just know that that should not be something that anyone <coughs> longs for. Um, but that's okay. That long to me, longs for is a mid to late nineties three hundred ZX because you can't find them anymore, and those are just amazing. But for what it's worth, we stayed in the same family. <laughs> so we go make the ride. And I'm go- and so I start getting this look. Should I or shouldn't I? I look dead at her and go, I'm not making this decision. Your car, your payment, your budget. Because we also are, we have a joint account for savings and things of that nature for like holidays and, you know, college funds and whatever, emergency situations, vacations, that kind of stuff. But for the most part, we just split the bills as close to even as we can and onward and upward. I said, so you need to fit your budget. I am not paying for you to get another car because I'm still, when you make this decision, going to be looking for a car. I don't know. I All the hemming and hawing that makes you think she's... And I look at the guy and, and I go... Doesn't get much easier than this, does it? And he goes, he's taken aback by it. I go, it's okay. I'm not paying for it. And he goes, oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. you ha- and, I, and I told her the whole way down. I said, you need to be able to walk away. Because if you don't, they charge you whatever they want for that vehicle. Yep. And they know it. We we actually, we had, to, we had that same discussion. I want you to call me like... You're not gonna make rent this month if you don't yeah, make this deal. We, uh, I get them that aggravated. We had that discussion on the way back to get the fifth wheel. Um, I I think because she, I mean, she set her demands, and I told her I said, you know, us not needing to have this made the difference. I love that feeling. And well, I did that with the bike. I, I picked it out online basically. My neighbor, uh. I actually have two different versions of the story that I tell about this. Uh, one's more comical than the other, but I'll tell the real one. I, I, we were in the same thing. We had had three cars for so long, and now we only had two. And we were, we're, we're looking at some um, repairs on one of our cars. Mm-hmm. Not anything major needs to be done, but could be gone for weeks, not just a couple of days. This is this is a body type issue that we need ah. to take care of, and. Uh, at any rate, we were at this point where we had the money saved up. And then it dawns on me. Because, you know, we we recently had my pickup painted. And it took eight weeks from start to finish. Man, was it worth it. I'll just yes. say that. Man, was it but worth it. it at, at this point, I'm sitting over here thinking, this could take two, three, six. What happens if it's the same thing? And my wife's like, oh, I can just work from home. But... You have doctor's appointments. You have this. You have that. You know, do you really want... I mean, I can get rides to work. I've, I've got friends that would pick me up every day. And and actually, I don't think they would even ask for gas money because they probably know they'd get it anyway. But, you know, it's just one of those, I can get rides to and from work, but what happens if I get called in after hours and now you're stuck here? What? Right. This is not a good idea. Agreed. And so we had this conversation. Let's take this money that we saved up. Since we saved it up once, we can save it up again. Let's take this money that we've saved up. And let's go see about a third vehicle. 
And I told her, I'm like, you know, this go around, we don't have kids, young kids. Let's do something for us. Let's do something fun. Well, then we started in with the whole, and you mentioned a car that you can't find anymore. We started in with the whole, both of us have favorite older cars. And we're like, let's pick one of those. And and she goes, how do you choose? And I'm like, you know what, we'll just flip a coin. We both like the other one's choice. It's not the same car that, I mean, we, we both like different cars, but we right. both also like the other one's choice. So it's not like it's a, it's a win-lose situation. It's going to be a win-win. Well, about that time, heard from some of my friends that are re- redoing, refurbing cars. And I mean, the, the heard from was how much money they'd spent. And I'm now I'm sitting over here going, we get that older model car, even though I don't want to hot rod it or anything like that, just want to take it back factory, blah, blah, blah. I could spend seven grand on the car and another 20. Yep. Because see, everybody back. thought that I'd go get another version of my F-150. And that was my thing. To make it the same truck, I'd have to completely, I'd have to all frame refurb it. Right. To get the paint right, the interior right, to make it my truck again. I And not to mention, that was a difficult to find design to begin very with. popular design. So. People that held on to those trucks probably right. still and have I, them. And I had the version with the stick shift and the manual transfer case. That was not very popular in 95. So, anyway, that was the whole reason I didn't go that route. So, she caught. She actually caught me looking at motorcycles. She's like, you know, we don't have to both be able to drive this. We just have to have a third car. She goes, you've been wanting one since you sold the other one. Yeah, true. She goes, but do me a favor. Don't just buy it from somebody. So I'm like, you know what? I'll, I will enlist the help of my neighbor. So I sent him a few pictures. Will you go with me to look at these if they're still available tomorrow? He goes, no. Like, wow, okay. And I told my wife, I said, he didn't want to go look at me. I'll find another friend. Then my phone starts blowing up. Oh, he's showing me all these Harley Davidsons. He's putting you on ones that he knows are going to be good fits. Right. And he was showing me that I could actually afford one, too, because I thought they'd all be way out of my price range. You may range. as well buy an SUV. Right. So, and, and, and at the tail end of the, like, ten pictures he sent, actually, I think it was more like four, he goes, I'll take you to look at any of these. So he has filtered it down to an appropriate level for yes. you. So in other words, you're getting the win-win of and the win-win. Again, I mean, it was a sale. They knew it was sold. My wife knew it was sold before we got there. Because we go down. before we go down, my wife's like, all right, of these two, because two of them were at one dealership, two of them were at the other. She goes, of these two, which one would you want to get, the red one? She goes, wow, you answered that quick. I said, I've been staring at it for an hour. We get down there. The red one was the only one of those two that was available. Well, I get on it and I fire it up and I sit down. And I rev it a little bit and I take off. My wife leaned over and told my neighbor, she might as well put a bow on that. He's going to buy it. Of course, I come back, you know, trying to play hardball because I didn't have to buy that one. Right. And I told her, I'm like, you're going to have to get the price closer to this. She goes, I'll be right back. They had it dead on. Of course it Dead did. on what I wanted. And I'm talking what I had in mind that I wanted to spend, tax, title, tags, the whole nine yards. When they came back, they had it dead on what I was actually willing to spend. And it's and I'm sitting over here going, and again, it's nice to not need it. Because had I been in a position where it's like, oh, I'm down to one car. I have to have a car. That's going to come through. A good salesman is going to see that. It's almost like they can come in. Spidey sense is tingling. Somebody's in need. <laughs> It's like, you know, while it's, while that's a nice ability to have, it does have a bit of a vulture, <laughs> a bit of a vulture <laughs> complex. Well, you know, and, I, and I'll give I know a few salespeople and they know they can almost smell it on you, but a good salesperson can read body language. <laughs> a good salesperson can read body yep. language. When you walk on that lot, they know you're either there for desperation or you're there because you're strolling around. On, on a Saturday afternoon with nothing else better to do. Now, one way, they're going to sell you a car at whatever terms. The other way, they got to work. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but. 
That's why they always start with, so what brings you by today? Right. <laughs> that way they can just they can go, shit. Well, they know most of us are window shopping when they're closed. That's why they keep them out there. I mean, you know, really. I mean, there's a motorcycle place here. Most motorcycle places put all their stuff inside when they're closed. But Easier to steal those. Yeah. Car lots, though, they're wide open. I used to do that. When I was actually, yeah, go when I was Sunday. prepping my way to look for a car, I would drive around car lots on a Sunday mm-hmm. and write down who had the stuff that I liked the best and, and then go from there. But it, it is really nice to make big purchases when you don't have to make big purchases. And that, w- that was the thing with... And the vehicle that I got, I found it, went online, looked, liked all the things about it, called my dad, and I said, hey, you willing to make the ride with me? It was like two and a half hours. And he said, sure. So I call, and I'm like, hey, we're thinking about coming tomorrow. Okay. So we go down there. I'm sorry, that's not true. My wife and I go down there. And lo and behold, they sold it that night after I had called them. And I'm like, well, we've got all these. And I went, no. I came down here for one vehicle. I'm prepared to leave. It's a Saturday. I'm not getting what I want. I'm not mad, disappointed. To my wife's credit, we are in an area that is near one of our favorite barbecue places. So it turned into that. And then we went to Chuck and Tim's play some games. Just, you know, yeah. make, make me feel better. And so I get home and lo and behold on Monday, guy calls me. Hey, I didn't see you. I'm like, of course you didn't. You were off. Didn't tell me that when I called. Red flag number one. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I got I got called away. Lie number two. And I said, you could have called me and told me that the vehicle was sold. So I didn't have to drive the two and a half hours. That was done after I left. Had no idea. Bullshit. Right? Bullshit. You all talk amongst yourselves so you know. It, there is somewhat of a team effort. Now, it may be cutthroat once you're out on their lot and then go, my people peed on it first. But if you're good at what you do, they may have peed on it first, but that doesn't mean it's sold. It's not sold till they leave. So he calls me back and he goes, so it fell through. She's got the, she's got, she can't get the money for the deposit. Okay? Not interested at all. Like, I have lost my interest because I don't appreciate the way it's handled. At all. Not his fault. I'm not mad. I'm just... It's just... I'm it's good. The principle and I don't need make, this. Uh, yeah, it's the principle of the thing. To which I respond with, you seem to forget. I don't need this. I can go look at oh, and my They made leisure. a million of them and I can find another one. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Thank you, In Internet. hindsight, <laughs> I probably should have. As um, many repairs as I right. do this one. But either way... And he goes, well, she's not getting her deposit back. So I can knock that off. Thought she just said she couldn't get the deposit money. Right. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. So, but me being the idiot that I am, I liked it. I wanted it. He knocked a little bit off of it. I Don't made him knock some more off of it. know that I'd want to deal with some place that doesn't give you your deposit back if you can't get the... Well, here, here's the deal. I'm going to give them credit where credit is due because it's shady up front, but they make good on it on the way back. And it should have been my moment right then. But you know as well as I do, you drive it off the lot, yours no longer their yeah, problem. Yeah, pretty much. Especially with a used vehicle. A new vehicle, they'll give you a little bit of leeway just because... Because. Uh, right. So, halfway back, <laughs> check engine light. Damn it. <laughs> Pull over. Call them, because I know they're not closed yet. Now, they could very easily have gone, hey, we're sorry to hear that. We went through our inspection process. Right. And thanks. So, I said, and I called him. I told him. I let him know what happened. I said, I don't know if you can do anything. He goes, well, if you bring it back, we can put it in the service station, and they can start looking at it tomorrow. 
I'm two and a half hours away. I really don't want to do that. It's just, it doesn't. And he goes, hang on a second. Puts me on hold. Goes, I assume talks to his finance manager or whatever. Gets back on the horn and goes, do you have somebody you trust? Yes. Never again. (laughs) I trusted the wrong people. I should have started. I did not know about our guy at that point, so um, it is what it is. He said, well, I'll tell you what. Take it to him. Send me a quote. Depending on what it is, we'll take care of it. And I went, okay. So he redeemed himself. There wasn't a moment's notice. Like I, I, I went in, took it in, and I said, here's what I want. I want an oil change. I want a new inspection. It's got to come into this state anyway. Oil change, inspection, check all the fluids, and I want you to run this check engine light. One, two, and three, I want on my ticket. Check engine light, I need a different quote before you do a thing. They ran it down, gave me the quote, north of $500 to fix it. Call him. He goes, ah, that's better than it could have been. He said, um, can you send me a hard copy quote? I said, sure, I can do that. Screenshot and send it. All right. Two days later, I had a check. Kudos. That's that's stuck not bad. to his word. That's not and bad. And that's I was somewhat shocked by that because it could have very been. Well, we were only going to do like two hundred bucks, but he he did. He covered the whole thing. Had I gone to, I got to start with. He may have turned me down, but it would have been fixed right the first time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, moral of the story: it's not their fault. They stuck by their word, and uh, while I did not necessarily get the warm and fuzzies to start with. They made good. And if somebody were to ask me, I would say, eh, I had a sketchy start, but they really came through in the clutch. We had a... I would temper expectations, but be honest about it. When we bought the SUV, the one I refer to as the Beast. As well you should. Uh, Yes. All of them are. When we bought it, it it was kind of funny. I had I, I had noticed it on the side of the road at a at a local dealership here. One of the better named ones. And it, for anybody wherever you live, there's places in town you know not to shop. There's places in town that you know have a good rep. And this was at one of the better, better places. And um, I actually thought it was a two fifty with a camper shell. <laughs> and uh, I I told my wife I was like we we need to roll by and take a look at it. And I was working third at the time. With you guys, that's because of the wheels they put on it, yeah, right? But the I was wheels working, don't indicate. Well, it was SUV. a couple of cars back, and I could only see it from the road. And we're talking about the road down on the river, so you know I was catching glimpses oh, of the God. front, glimpses from the back. Yeah. So, uh, at any rate, we go down on a Sunday, purposely on a Sunday, and we realize what it is. And I was like, eh. and my wife realized the door was open, so she peered in. Well, then we got in, and um, we were we were actually astounded with how roomy it was. And at the time, tag along, not a fifth wheel, so no big deal. I could have whatever vehicle I wanted. And we're like, and I told him, like, we need to call, find out a little bit more about it, and, and make sure, because what was happening is we were having to replace our tow vehicle about a year into having a camper, because we, we just, we were advised wrong and made a, made a choice. So when we find out the monstrosity this thing really is, and he gave her a price, and she goes, "That's doable." She goes, "If he'll if he'll give us a decent one for our trade, that's doable." So we went back down there, drove it. We loved it when we drove it. We had to come back and play it safe. You know, we, we had to really play it off. and But we found out while we were out, we're good for, um, if I show up at your car lot, go ahead and understand it. I'm going to drive it a couple of blocks away where you can't see me, and I'm going to push every button, turn every dial, cut everything on and off. I am going to look underneath every seat. I'm going to make sure every seat does what it's supposed to do. I'm going to make sure every, I am going over that thing with the proverbial fine tooth comb. And we found that the back hatch would not lock. I brought it back and I told the guy, I said, the back hatch doesn't lock. I said, other than that, you've got a fine vehicle here. I said, but uh, 
can we take a day or two without putting any money down? He goes, I'll tell you what. He goes, since the back hatch is not locking, I'm going to send it over to the dealership. I'm going to have that looked at. He says, uh, I'll call you when I find something out. He goes, so how about have a decision by then? Okay, we, we really only need about a day. He goes, it's fine. We'll do it that way. I'm like, all right. And I mean, he's very laid back about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I appreciate this. Body language. Yeah, and I'm like, and I, body language. I'm like, he read you like a book. Yeah, I'm like, I really, I actually appreciate this. Oh, I, I, I have no doubt he knew at that moment we both liked that car. So I get, I get the phone call, and he goes, "It's going to cost X amount of dollars uh, to fix the the rear lock." He goes, "I'll now sell it to you for this. I'm definitively willing to give you X for your trade." He goes. And I'm going to make sure this is locked. This is fixed. He goes, if you don't buy it, I'm switching the tag out to say as is. And I'm writing this down where my wife can see it. And she just gave me the nod. And I told him, I said, well, you know, we'll be down on Wednesday to handle all of the paperwork. Just consider it sold. You need me to bring you money now. That's fine. But we need to be able to go to the bank and access our money. I said, so we need a couple of days for that. He goes, you know what? You're taking me on my word. I'll take you on yours. And we have had that truck for 10 years now. Mm -hmm. And we've only really had to deal with maintenance issues, you know, wear items. And uh, and some of what I consider a wear item, apparently other people don't. But like our the ignition coil, we dropped an ignition coil or two. Well, the fucker's got ten, <laughs> so it's like had them all replaced. That was a little expensive, <laughs> but we've put some yeah. miles on it. We've towed campers with it. We've hauled it. That is like our go to. If we're not taking the camper, that's our out of town car, uh, and it's got several hundred thousand miles on it, and still our out of town car. It's the one we sent home with the kids when they needed a car. Right. So, but anyway, it, it you have to, you're right. That that first uneasy feeling, had I gotten that, I probably, when they called back, would have went, no, thank you. Yep. And hung up. <laughs> really and truly, because I, it's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. That it's like, if I, if I, if I feel off put, I'm not calling back. And that's, that's just the end of that. No, I get it. But, I get it. And it, that's why it's very important to not be a dick. 